G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it certainly is a great privilege and I look forward to this every week, getting an update as to those breaking news stories as they've been happening overnight from Israel and the Middle East because we've got one eye on Israel as God's chosen people. Well, Ron Ross is back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Well, Ron, let's start with an Israeli intelligence report which says the Saudi spy chief made a surprise visit to Israel and the Palestinian Authority. What's the story there? Yeah, this is quite... uh, It's going to be a bombshell when it's uh, confirmed. But reportedly, the director of Saudi Arabia's General Intelligence Directorate paid a surprise and quiet visit to Israel this week. According to the Israel Intelligence News Service, Khalid bin Ali bin Abdullah al-Hamadan made his way to Jerusalem and Ramallah in the last two days. Ramallah is the headquarters of the Palestinian Authority. Neither Israel nor the Palestinian Authority have yet confirmed publicly al-Hamadan's visit. And the question was put by uh, our sources, what motivated him to come? As reported last week in the Deb file subscription weekly magazine, military engineers in Iran have been working around the clock on a project dubbed Riyadh First. I think we mentioned it last week. Its objective is to add an extra 100 kilometres or 62 miles to the intermediate range of Tehran's Scud-C and Scud-D surface missiles. The extra range will enable these missiles to reach the heart of Riyadh the capital city of Saudi Arabia. The Iranian project is going forward at its secret Al-Ghadi base, 48 kilometres west of Tehran. It is this plan that was behind the threat uh, by the Iranian uh, uh, Revolutionary Guard to threaten Israel that they're going to be attacking soon. At the start of a recent military exercise, their leader said, should the enemy make a mistake our roaring missiles will rain down on them. Uh, And so if this visit is uh, confirmed, there will be a number of people investigating uh, what sort of support he's going to try and get from the Palestinian Authority, uh, what plans he's planning to make for missile attacks on, on the region, uh, and so it's a story we'll be watching very closely. Yes, uh, we will watch this space. Let's talk about Egypt for a few moments. The Egyptian president, Sisi, he has made some orders to help displaced Christian Copts in Egypt. Yeah, well, just two days ago, we had a story out of Egypt that uh, described the plight of the Egyptian Christians who are being displaced from their homes uh, by the Muslim Brotherhood. And it seemed to be a fair amount of inactivity from the authorities, really. But now Egypt President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi has ordered his government to expedite the resettlement of Christians who have fled their homes in the northern Sinai Peninsula after an attack by Islamic State 
left seven Christians dead between January 30 and February 20. As is the calling card of ISIS, five of the seven were shot, one was beheaded and one burned alive. The Christian Copt community numbers only 10% of the Egypt population, about 9 million people, and is often abused by the majority Muslims. Glad to see Al-Sisi's taking some action. Yes, well, the Christians in that part of the world are oftentimes between a rock and a hard place. Uh, Neighbouring northern Sinai, uh, ISIS is driving Christians out, Ron. Yeah, in the Sinai Providence, a group called Wiliat Sinai, a terrorist organization, uh, actually the Sinai branch of Islamic State, is driving Egypt Christians out of the northern section of the Sinai Peninsula. Residents of the northern Sinai town of El Arish said members of the terrorist group have been circulating death lists online and in the streets. The lists carry a warning to Christians to leave the region or die. Many local Christians are taking the hint, but some are just too old to flee, too old to face the hardship that comes with never knowing where your next stop will be, and they're staying knowing they may die. Uh, Seriously, this requires uh, our Christians and churches across Australia uh, to be interceding and praying for these people. Let's talk about Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and had his visit to Australia last week and interested in your impressions overall, Ron, but there's some reports in the Israeli media that claims that Netanyahu has found a new best friend in our Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, I love the story. Written by friends of mine at the media line in Jerusalem, Michael Friedson wrote the story and he said uh, Israeli media portrays Prime Minister Netanyahu as being all aglow from his wonderful visit to Australia. More accustomed to state visits peppered with at least a modicum of acrimony, or at least lectures about the need for a two-state solution to end the Israel-Palestinian conflict, the reception for the Israeli Premier was no holds barred warmth and fuzziness, lacking only, according to Netanyahu, more time to enjoy his first time travelling down under as Israel's Prime Minister. Previously, his best mate uh, internationally was Stephen Harper, uh, the uh, Prime Minister of Canada, who's no longer in that position. And so now the uh, media in Israel are describing Malcolm Turnbull as uh, Bibi's next best friend. Well, I think uh, regular listeners to this program will appreciate that that's a good thing, that Australia has such a warm friendship with Israel and and that that warmth is returned reciprocally and uh, good to hear of a good report about the Prime Minister's uh, visit. The media hasn't made a big deal out of the businessmen who travelled to uh, Australia with Bibi. Uh, And behind the scenes there were some huge contracts and uh, relationships created for expansion of business deals going into the billions. Uh, Nobody's talking too loud about it, I suppose, The businessmen are worried about competitors, uh, but behind the scenes, that was a very successful part of the visit. Well, economic uh, success and aspiration for nations working together obviously is one of those foundations for friendship as well. And uh, it sounds like, though, there is a friendship depth on a number of dimensions, which is a, a very positive thing, Ron. Yes, indeed. It was a very successful business, and uh, there's been cartoons uh, I can't uh, use the words on air uh, describing the reactions of Bob Carr and Bob Hawke and 
Bibi Netanyahu's comment to those old fellows. Um, but he it was water off a duck's back to Bibi, and uh, he did have a very positive visit. Okay. Uh, let's uh, finish up with a story about an Israeli aid group and sending solar light to Yazidi refugees in Iraq. Yeah, Israel-based international humanitarian aid group IAID has announced that it will be providing solar panels to a Yazidi refugee camp in northern Iraq to help 330 families access electricity. Persecuted Yazidi families living in horrible conditions in remote regions on the mountains of northern Iraq will receive solar panels which will be used to help provide lights in over 330 family tents, in bathrooms and shower structures, so as to prevent gender-based violence, the IAID statement said. The solar electricity will also help charge mobile phones and other appliances. Uh, Just uh, another indication of uh, the amazing outreach uh, of the Israeli people to those around them. Uh, You know, one of the things Christians often debate the relationship between Christians and uh, the Jews. But what struck me about their humanitarian activity when I lived in Jerusalem was they would remind me that part of the Bible that we agree with was uh, all men on, on planet Earth are made in the image of God. And so they felt they had a responsibility when their neighbors were in difficulty to reach out in the name of the God they call Hashem uh, and show his love and kindness to them. Uh, A great inspirational thought. And often underreported when you have uh, this level of uh, reaching out uh, to other race, other religion, and in this case the Yazidis. Ron Ross, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much once again for another great update. And uh, appreciate you and we'll talk again next week. Thanks very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.